Yeah, you put it on your plate. You eat, we did. There's a little bit of a, a buzz there. I think. I think the floor was unhappy that the lap the the laptop was unhappy that the floor moved That's at some fair. point. You I know, it. it's it's a it's a we have gotten a lot of nice compliments of people being like this is where it all starts in a room like this with gear like this yeah and that's great but for now it is also fucking annoying when you're on a roll and all of a sudden in my headphones i hear (laughs) so that's really kind of a bummer but it was good timing because then you were like i'm gonna go get more food because this is great so i'm it's so good again as as someone who's never made tuna noodle cast tuna noodle cast a Mm -hmm. roll uh, I'm very happy that you enjoy it. Yeah, so. it's good. You did a really good job. G- f- yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah, you put it on your plate, you eat it, and you're you saying You had to eat it. And, and you, was your, no... your mom's not like that. Though. No. Because she saw the value in the leftover. You know what mm. I mean? And I will tell you, my dad is Hungarian, and so he would do this thing that still makes me laugh to this day. At the end of the week, he would gather all the leftovers in, in the fridge that was remaining. Again, everybody in my house ate a lot of food. Like... I was the only one overweight, which is, there's a painful irony to that, but everybody ate way more than I did, which made me mad. Anyway. Um, so that's, that is kind of interesting though, that it's it, a, it, all, it should have been evenly dispersed amongst the six people, at least the four kids. And it, it all know. just went to what? Yep. All of the mayo was like, go oh, to Laura's thighs. This is, yes. This is why I believe in my heart of hearts that there's this huge genetic component of obesity that we are just not fully addressing. We're only now starting to really and truly address it the way it needs to be. Because oh, I'll get to that in a minute. But remind me to come back to that. But we'll, so we'll every yeah. Friday, my dad would gather all the leftovers in the fridge. He would put them into a big bowl or a big pan, throw them in the oven, pull it out, throw cheese on top and be like, look, it's Hungarian goulash. <laughs> and we'd be like, oh, that's funny. It tastes different every week. <laughs> like, what? And that's another. And then when I had Hungarian goulash as an adult, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nope. Are you fucking kidding? And I'm sure that was slang, you know, slang in his family for like, we got to eat the shit that didn't get eaten because no. we're not letting anything go to waste. No, I think it was actually that he, like, he's actually Hungarian. And I think that he was literally either forgot how to make it or didn't know how to make it and was like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll just round it off. Like, I don't, I actually don't think it was any <laughs> I'll just purpose. throw some leftovers with some cheese on it. Fuck it. Yeah. And then when I say all the leftovers, Danny, I mean all the, like, it could be any meal. Like, I remember one time, like, putting my fork into something, it was like, there was like potatoes and like spaghetti sauce. And I was like, what in the fuck? We, my dad's spaghetti sauce, by the way, is horrific. Like, we don't actually like him to cook. Like, he loves to cook. And he's arguably one of the worst. His spaghetti sauce would have just these monster chunks of, like, vegetables. Like, just monster chunks of, like, celery and carrot. And we're like, what in the hell? In spaghetti sauce? Yes. Celery? So we actually call it spaghetti stew. Like, we, I'd be like, oh, good, it's spaghetti stew for dinner. So when I, so I started trying to cook in the house for a little while, and I would, like, go behind him. You have him. to at this point. Uh-huh. Yep. Because the other kids were like, forced into learning how to, yeah, you're forced into learning how to cook. So I would go behind him and I would literally dice up the carrots and dice up the celery. And also I was like, why are we putting celery and carrots in spaghetti sauce anyway? 
Now, years later, I come to find out that a lot of people actually do put a little bit of carrot in because of the sugar. It, yeah, it gives instead, it a sweeter. Yeah, it gives it a little Fine. bit. Of, yeah. Fine. Okay. No, no rhyme or reason on the celery. No, that's and also like water. not chunks, chunks. Like yeah, it's it like shred. So it, you're supposed to shred the carrot yep. down and yep. make it not noticeable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to. It's not I'm supposed just, to be the star of the sauce. Disgusting. Like I said, we called it spaghetti stew. <laughs> and we were just like, what in the hell is this? And I remember, how, like, I wouldn't want people to come over for dinner because I'd be like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, can we go to your house are... for dinner? I a I don't want to feed you this, but also I don't want to eat it. I need something else. Please, yeah. please, no more spaghetti stew. Literally, would be like, no, you can't stay for dinner. I don't know what's going to happen here. Like, I don't. This these people are off the fucking rails. You Were know you, what I mean? Did you, have so, a, did you have a boy in in high school or college or anything that was like, hey, can I come by and like meet the family and you know. No, but have, my, have some dinner and, and my friend kevin came over one night in high school like and we were literally truly just friends and um he came over one night for dinner and i go since we were actual friends i'm like listen i gotta level i gotta level with you brother is, you know whatever and he was like all right and i think my dad did his take on like shepherd's pie and it was like of the three ingredients in shepherd's pie he only had one which was like the mashed potatoes and kevin was like i don't know what the fuck that was but i gotta say very good it was very good (laughs) i also spent a lot of time eating at my friend's houses because Mm. so for example my best friend alberto grew up across the street his mother um he's for his mother is puerto rican and italian and his dad is ecuadorian so that's talk great. about the best of all I was going to say, that's a great, dude. you're getting a, a fantastic oh, yeah. combo of mm-hmm. fusion and mm-hmm. tastes. Oh, man, that's so awesome. So she would make, oh, my God, she would make these pork chops. Oh, they were like, she just fried them in oil on the stove. But there was something about them. To the point where anytime Alberto and I would get in a fight, which was pretty frequent, <laughs> he'd be like, never get in my mom's pork chops again, fuck you. And I'd be like, I'll ask him my damn self. Fuck you. And she then, still likes me. We got in a fight. Yeah. Her and I didn't get Her in a fight. Her and I are fine. I don't We're know good. what you're talking you and about. I, fuck out of here, if Alberto. I, if I marched down to... He was one of those families that always had a pot of rice on the stove, like, mm. no matter what time of day. So I could go over there at, like, 11 o'clock She'd at like, night. I'm and, hungry. Yeah, and just slip in the kitchen and just have a big bowl of rice. Or, yeah. like, um, she used to make these fried plantains. Oh, my God. I should have those for the first time with Cordo- Jason Cordova. Dude. He asked for pork chops and fried plantains. And That's, first time I ever had plantains. They were so good. That is, the pork chops and plantains, it is like uh, arguably one of my top favorite really? like meals ever. I grew up in an extremely diverse neighborhood. And Dorchester is. Yeah. And yeah. My, my particular section, my street. Really, I mean, you name it, we had it. Um, yeah, I mean, Laura living across the street from Alberto, it, you know, that's yeah. that's definitely down a, a duo was, right there. Yep, down the street was, you know, De- Devon and Tyrone, and yeah. up the street was, like, we had, there was not a, a nationality, I don't think that wasn't represented, so, like, we would have, like, our, our block parties every year, like, you know, you'd have a big, huge thing of, like, authentic, like, wontons right next to authentic, true barbecue from Tony across the street who grew up in Texas and played for the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, Amazing. like, right next to the Jaramillo family who, you know, from Ecuador. Like, you, this is, this, we this had is what, it. This is what I love about food is, uh-huh. is just that mishmash, you know, 
conglomerate. This is the good combination of food, unlike Hungarian goulash. Yeah, the fake Where you Hungarian throw it all together goulash. and put cheese on it. No, the, the cultural block party, that's what I love about the mishmash of food. And that's the thing, though, Danny, too, is like nobody was trying to be... You know, we certainly weren't woke in the in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. Nobody was trying to be a thing. Everyone just made the food that they made in their house and brought it to the block party, and yeah. we all ate it. That's it. Yeah, and there was no, there was nothing more to it. And so I grew up with a very, you know, I had a wider palate than I would say my some of my counterparts because my neighborhood was so diverse. And that's the thing about Dorchester: the people have a lot of weird perceptions, misperceptions, and misconceptions about Dorchester. Dorchester is for sure there are segregated areas, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I would never say that's that's not true. That is true. There's white sections and black sections and Latino and Asian and whatever. But in Fields Corner, very specifically, and I actually read this stat that it's considered to be one of the most diverse neighborhoods in all of America. I have to really? confirm. Yeah, I read that somewhere. I'm trying to. I'm blanking on where, but we had everything everyone every race religion i mean it was bananas what we like it from italian to irish to you know like i said the ecuador i mean just alberto's family alone ecuador italy and, and puerto rico all represented Damn, in one that's... you know what i mean like but we had that flag's got a lot of colors it does <laughs> truly <laughs> That's funny. You made a house um, flag. This guy's a lot going on. Yes, there's a, a lot of confusion. I would imagine too. Um, but like, so we, there was no nobody was trying to be anything that they weren't. We just all were. And I I've run into this a lot in my adult years. Is you know I you you hear like Boston is very racist, and I would be like, what are they talking about? Boston's not racist. Are you kidding? Like I grew up with everyone and everything. What do you what do you mean? It wasn't until I went to college and I would have people point things out to me that I would be like, oh, what? Because my experience growing up was so not that way. You know, what? we we collectively hated uh, people who had money. (laughs) Our issues were around (laughs) class and socioeconomics. They were not around color. That's awesome yeah like we you, didn't... that your neighborhood was this little pocket mm-hmm. of like racial acceptance mm-hmm. within a city that has been historically yeah chastised yes for its racial tension yep and, and we had this and one... you guys were just living in fields lane fields corner fields corner excuse me mm-hmm. field fields corner just like doing la, you guys la. just like having yeah. just being like fuck the rich yeah we, and <laughs> i we literally would Eat be em. like we we literally <laughs> bring like, them to the block streets, party <laughs> yeah they're not welcome um literally two streets up from us in my neighborhood is this street called wellesley park and then there's melville ave and those were money streets more money i mean dorchester money but money yeah but actually i mean to tell you the truth like i mean they're big old beautiful victorian homes that are selling for well over a million dollars now obviously um but you had you know there was like a harvard professor who lived up on wellesley park and um the ceo or cfo of uh, mass general lived on melville ave so there was money up there right yeah and but they were living in a different world and they were only two streets away. And it was wild. Like it, like the, the racial breakdown. And But then two streets over from that was a pretty predominantly black neighborhood. Mm. But then two streets over was a white neighborhood. Then it was mixed. Bah, 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 bah. Like that's why when people talk about Dorchester, a lot of times they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I feel like the conception that when you hear about Dorchester is like scally cap 
white. Yeah, you we know. got that. Well, I feel like that's what people picture the stereotypical white Boston townie is like all of Dorchester, Meanwhile, which is clearly not the case. It's not the case at all. Not even close. As a matter of fact, that stereotype, I would say, and I don't even want to do this because I hate to do, you know, label and whatever, but that stereotype would be more germane to like Charlestown and Southie mm. and, and even Southie, oddly enough, was not all white. No, yeah, no, it was very racist. Let's be very clear about that. <laughs> um, but it wasn't all white. In the we, there was a lot of people of color in the projects, but you know they were in the project. But they were also right next to white people in the projects. So that same like it's, divide it's same of one of, street yeah, wealth and, versus class. Yes, versus, yeah, yes. So like you'd have kids from the projects, white and black, being best friends, and they we would unite. Like we'd be like, oh, so and so up on Wellesley Park got a new bike. Fuck that kid. You know what I mean? And like it, that's, so it, that's what it stems over. Yes. It's 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 again. It's the the objects it's the possessions it's the wealth it wasn't they went on vacation and it's your own little bubble of Mm -hmm. of of accepting one another because you guys are down in the dumps together yes and it's been pointed out to me as an adult now actually bethany van delft is somebody who's pointed this out to me Uh, she's had to i feel bad i shouldn't say she's had to she has graciously taken the time to educate me on some things and and i'm grateful for it because i was living in a bubble and being like no no the world was fine where i was but you know and it's like well no because kids on my street like literally would be like yeah we're safe on this street but if you're safe on that street up we can't come with you exactly and see i didn't i couldn't see that and i would tell her i'm like no no my neighborhood was so fun and diverse and paper bright. And she's like, listen, Your I'm telling was. you. And also, too, she's a black woman and I'm a white woman. <laughs> so for me to be like, well, I think you're wrong is wildly inappropriate. <laughs> you know, like, what are you doing? Uh, and I bet she but, was still super nice about all. Of course all, she was. Because that, that's uh, a know, great person to have that conversation exactly. with. Exactly. <laughs> she's very kind and patient and like very like <laughs> He's going to put willing. the hand on your shoulder and be like, hey, buddy, <laughs> let's let's take let's it take, down yeah let's watch. let's walk let's walk it back a little bit but okay? she she has been you know and are she, you know pointing out things to me that i just didn't see and why would i was a kid do you know what i mean that's yeah, the other absolutely. side of you it. have your all and it, it all goes back to what we were saying at the beginning of perception yep. of the world you live in is what you see. And yep. as a kid, you have blinders on a hundred percent. You don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And what you knew was hanging out with people who didn't look like you. All I knew was my friends. Exactly. And I didn't know that outside of my street and my neighborhood that, that the world was very cruel judgmental right. horrible place i didn't know that right what you knew so. was your friends tuna noodle tuna noodle casserole mm. and you know mm-hmm. the four other dishes yes and you were like fuck can we have those block parties because i need that i need those wontons yes i need those pork chops i need those plants exactly like, it was like we uh, yeah like I, but going back to the whole food thing of it too like um my dad the one meal that my dad makes that is to die for that I've tried to replicate and I can't because he doesn't even know what he does is his chili. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is incredible. But I have become like a chili connoisseur. Yeah. Like my chili it can't be beat. I don't give yeah. a fuck who you are, where you're from, what you're doing. My chili is to <laughs> die for. 
I really that was I wasn't I wasn't going back to the food thing to be like, hey, we gotta talk about food. No, that was no, no, really interesting, back. like racial stuff we were doing. And back. if you want to get off that, I no, 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 I no, just no. wanted to have one more like thought to, to no 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 wrap it with a bow. No, I don't even know why I went off on that tan- on the chili tangent. That's fine. You can you can flex your chili no, no. too. We can go wherever you want. No, I was going somewhere with that. Oh, the food thing. So my dad would make his one meal was the chili. Okay. And for some reason, that. The, Everyone in the neighborhood loved his chili. So you, on chili night, that's when you would see, you know, Alberta would be over with, you know, and spooning it out. would <laughs> be like, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> was- like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm having your dad's chili. But this is so like, <laughs> so my dad's chili kind of transcended, you know, all the barriers. And just like Alberta's mom, Carmen's pork chops. And like, so we were all... All the most of I would say ninety. It was probably only like one house on the street where pretty with that locked their doors. Like we were all. Kind I was gonna of say like, it was like a latchkey neighborhood. Yes. Everybody, it takes a village yes. kind of. A, that was yes. We our parents yelled at all of us. We all got like there was no. Um, Seems like a pretty similar situation in the summer. In my neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, like in the summer, growing up, like minus nobody, the diversity, it was all white kids. But anyway, <laughs> oh, <there you> go. <laughs> um, in the summer. You know, most kids would be going off to camp or whatever, but we nobody could afford that. So we were like left on our own because our parents all worked. So we just bummed around our street all day long, yeah. in and out of people's houses. I remember Jimmy Leatherwood across the street. He had the best food in the world, like in the whole neighborhood because his mother bought him sugar cereals so we could go over there and eat like fruit loops yeah yeah dude we could he had he had had the good good cereals the brand name yes we would have the um i don't know if you're familiar with these but they would they were bags and they would knock off so they'd be called like fruitios yeah like the or massive bags yeah yeah the bulk or they'd be called flakes of frost (laughs) yeah Yeah, and it's like a hippo or whatever yes but he would have the real deal yeah the tiger Mm-hmm. the the fucking toucan he yes. had the good stuff so we would be like can we come over and have cereal and he'd be like hell yeah come on in because he his mother drove him nuts diane and um is diane that, used to stand is, on is that porch. another steve moment i just want to know no okay it's fine fuck, um fuck diane diane yeah diane was nuts she was a very kind one but she was off her rocket she would stand in the front of her house on her steps with the long cigarette holder and then the Virginia oh, Slim. Yeah, dude. Like the Cruella DeVille. Yes. Like, and if she didn't have that, she would smoke a Virginia Slim, which is like a 120. <laughs> she would wear a fake silk, like, Ooh. peignoir. I don't know how you say it. But, like, the silk, like, bathrobe thing that had, like, the fake fur collar. Oh, God. And the cuffs. She, she's and then Cruella she, DeVille. Yes. And then she would wear like see-through like Ooh. slippers slip-ons that had like the fur on the toe Ooh. and she would see in there and she would be like jimmy oh yeah that's okay jimmy, get in the fucking house <laughs> I can, yeah and the two of them just would fight all the time oh and, and the other thing that he had that none of us had was he had like chef boyardee or like um spaghettios so we would be like can we come over and have some chef boyardee and he'd be like yeah you can and his mom would buy the big ass can and we would just dump it in a thing and we'd be like this is so good this is amazing we think this we is are the living best high life high life right now mm-hmm. so as an adult when i was like oh i can buy my own beefaroni to this day i love beefaroni i have a like a fucking sick problem with beefaroni <laughs> and i do something wicked nasty and this is going to gross people out i already know it but i've only met one other person who does this at the same time that I have this beefaroni obsession, 
I'm also obsessed with cottage cheese. That's pretty much what I eat all day long. I eat it for breakfast. I eat it for lunch. A lot of times I eat it for dinner. And when I was in the process of my weight loss journey, um, that's pretty much all I ate was a it's chicken a and cottage protein. cheese. Protein. Yes. Yeah. And I love it. I love cottage cheese. And I'm like a cottage cheese purist. Like a lot of people put like black pepper in it. I will do that. Like some people put cinnamon in it. Yeah. Some people do. Oh, I the I mix it with a lot of fruit. Like I'll slice up bananas and put put it in my cottage mm-hmm. cheese. But for the most part, like. I just love cottage cheese on its own. I go through um, a big tub like this probably two or three a week. I'm not kidding you. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh I eat it all the time. What's the... I, the tums how is how do you feel it's inside? fine it's light no it's there's nothing really? oh, yeah okay. dude it there's minimal calories it's super wow. high in protein and it's fucking delicious i love it i love it wow. i put it on salads all right so that's like well, i'll that's put a, a dollop yeah, of it on the salad and yeah. all right so well this is a great because i was gonna say when you're talking about beefaroni and mayonnaise and chicken and you did yes you, your weight your weight loss journey yes and you're still ha- crushing tuna noodle casserole right now, which I'm super happy about because I was I know that this was a big thing for you. Yeah, you've it's dropped been huge. you've dropped a more than Danny. Yeah, you I've have dropped, dropped a- more than me. How much the number? It's one sixty seven. That is no. That is a yes. That it's is insane. More than a Danny. It's by a good bit. What my doctor said was you. Lost another overweight person. It's it's crazy. Wow. You, you and you've kept it off too, which is awesome. I know, but I will tell you, in December I went off the rails. I went into I went into December at one forty three because I said I'm gonna gain, I'm gonna allow myself to gain two pounds in the month of December for the holidays. For sure. the holidays, right? So I can eat what I want. But I went off the rails and I'm at 151 right now and I am beside myself. But you look awesome though. Yeah. I mean, that's that's but I you think, know is that you still looking in the mirror though and seeing but look, what like, was what like, I can this, you know what I mean? That's, like But that's human. Well, I can't backslide and I can't get fat ever again because I just can't. It's it's my, I, I can't. There's the the collect, the male side of my my family. There's a lot of a lot of guts from wine and luxurious eating, which is fantastic. I love all of them, but as a kid, I was like my biggest thing. I can never have the collet gut. I do not want that. It's this is it just, I, yeah. I get yeah. it. I will tell you too. So but I want to talk about that genetics thing that we were kind of talking about earlier Absolutely. about the, the weight. Yeah. So my dad, like I said, Hungarian. My mom is Irish and German. My mom's entire side of the family is tall and thin. I had an uncle who was six foot seven. My grandmother was six foot one. I have a cousin, Karen, who's six foot four, who married a guy who's six foot seven. Everyone on my mom's side of the family is six foot plus. She's the shortest one at 5'11". So she marries my father, who's 5'11", and subsequently has shrunk but my dad's entire side of the family is short and fat. Uh, Every fucking one of them. Boy. And so in my family, like you can very clearly see like my sister, she's tall and thin, but she's got my dad's like the Eastern European blonde hair and blue eyes. And I am the dark, you know, darker haired and, and the short squat to the point where my mother was like, <laughs> my mom, <laughs> I know, my mom once said to me, 
Well, it's very clear that your sister got the royal blood Oof. and you got the peasant blood. Oof. And I was like, what? That's a tough <laughs> That's one. That's rude. I have a brother. One of my Oof. brothers is six foot six and weighs like 246. I have another brother who's, uh, I'll put him at six foot and probably about oh, like 160s. Real thin dude. Yeah. Is that that's skinny, right? Yeah, that's for six foot one sixty. That's yeah, he's bone bone thin. That's weirder proportions than myself, and I am super tall, really weirdly made. Well, you're thin, but you're not. I mean, you're appropriately. Yeah, my arms, my arms are tall. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I put my arms out and immediately like, oh my god, you are you really are a a tube person. You have a large wingspan. It's it's. Taller than I am, yeah. Yeah, it's, my wingspan's bigger than my height. One of my brothers is not quite like that, but yeah, close. We would call him back in the day. We'd be like, he, he, we would say, "You're like a waif model for Calvin Klein," like, and he would do this whole like fake Calvin Klein. It was very funny, <laughs> but, but so when we go down to West Virginia, and we're with my dad's side of the family. I always felt perfectly at home because I'm like, well, here's my people because all of my cousins are like wicked fat and we're all short. And my like, peasant people. And it's like, if you lined up my mom's side and my dad's side of both like the extended family, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's Laura, that's Karen. Like it's it's like you, this, it's bananas. But it again, one of my cousins, Pam, has had weight loss surgery twice, once or twice now. Um, my cousin Freddie is overweight. Like, wait, it's so clear. It, so it's clear that there's a, a... You cannot tell me that there's not a genetic component to all this. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's in de- de- debate anymore. I think we're at that point no, where totally we're arriving there. There has to, be. to yeah. understanding that, you know, obesity and, and um, being heavy is much more involved than I think people realize. Now, I'm not going to lie to you and say, like, there are people who are overweight in this world right now, and they are overweight because they eat too much and they do not work out. Of course. Okay. Of course. There are also people in this world who are overweight, who work out and eat right, and are still overweight. overweight. And I because fell into they that. they got dealt a tough hand yes. for and, whatever and fucking reason. There's also components and factors that people don't take in. So there's, I, I believe, a genetic component. I believe in my household we grew up with... You know, we, I don't, I don't want to say that we worried about where our next meal was coming from because we didn't, we, we did not. We always knew we were being fed, but there were weird issues around food in my household. And I'm going to tell you this and I don't, this, I don't know that if I've actually talked about this before, but okay. My dad grew up in an orphanage in the Midwest and his family came over here from Budapest. His father was raised here in America in the Midwest, went off to the army, was dishonorably discharged. He married a woman, had my dad and oh, my aunt Teresa came later. All right, whatever. Had my dad, clearly. And um, <laughs> my dad grandmother, which is not really my grandmother, my mom, my dad's biological mother passed away. My dad ended up at, because his father could not take care of him, ended up in an orphanage when, because they still had them back then. So, he grew up on a working farm, like this orphanage was a working farm, mm-hmm. and he grew up not knowing what, what the food was going to be, where it was going to come from, blah, 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 blah. So he had food issues around deprivation. So if he opened up that fridge and there was not food in that fridge, he would lose his mind because 
in yeah. his brain, he always, ha- it, you know how addicts have that thing called protection of supply Yeah. where you can't not have like, I, like I'm a smoker, which I'm quitting like Saturday. No, I really am. No, and, um, dude, my brain also is like, yeah, I mean, my medical card's running out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I went out and bought a ton of weed. Right. This is what we do. Yeah. Protection of supply. I was going to quit. I'm circling, but I'm, I'm trying to get to my point. But I was going to quit smoking on Monday. And then I found a full pack of unopened cigarettes in my underwear drawer. Two hours later, I found one in the console of my car. <laughs> Three hours after that, I found one in my closet. <laughs> And I said to myself, past lore came through. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have a problem. <laughs> like, I have to I'm quit scrolling. What am I? I have... Literally, what? In case we have a big snowstorm and I can't. What the fuck, dude? And I said, Monday's the day. I went out the night before. I bought Crest White strips. I bought like a bleaching tray because yeah. I'm like, I'm going to have gleaming white teeth now. You know what I mean? And I, I bought like a tongue scraper and like all kinds of like mouth shit. And I got a new perfume. And I was like, because, you know, now you can smell my nice perfume. Like, like I was ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And then I found one pack, then the second pack, then the third pack. And then to cap it all off, last night at dinner with my friend Caitlin, I opened up my pocketbook. Fourth pack of unopened Marlboro Lights. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, basically had like $50 worth of cigarettes. I was say, that's yeah. like 50 I was yes. literally about to do the math. Be like, that's like 50 bucks. That you've just like squirreled yep. throughout different yes. parts of your life. Yeah. Where you're like, what Pathetic. if I need it here? What if I need well, it Well, what if I'm in the car and I run out of smokes? Well, they're right here in the center console. Oh, well, what if I'm in my bedroom? Like, what? Like, insane. All right. So anyway, my point is, so circling back as an addict. So he has that protection. He has of... the protection of supply. Yeah. And then because we grew up in a household like that, all those food issues like trickle down. Like they just, even if they don't mean yeah, to, you're, they just you're a kid, do. you sponge everything you up. Do. You do. And I will tell you in my household too, one of the things I've always felt really bad about is because I was so overweight, like from the year I, from until I was 11, I was totally normal. Mm-hmm. The year I went from 11 and turned 12, I gained 40 pounds. I never stopped eating differently. I was always a super active kid. My mom brought me to the doctor and the doctor was like, what in the hell? And it's like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I don't know. know, I don't know. Just some weird. And I will tell you, I am watching this unfold with my own daughter from age 11 to 12, 40 pounds. And so we're taking a completely different approach now with her, like doing things like we're puberty? all about like what's that it's just like puberty maybe I don't, also I don't like no no because after going through puberty people would be like you'll slim down after puberty which code word for you know what i don't like talking about that crap unless i'm on stage being gross but anyway <laughs> um that once that occurred i did never slimmed down so it's not that i don't i don't know no i don't know what it is but that's Whatever my genetic makeup is, that's the thing. And I pass that right to my daughter. Mm-hmm. So it went from my dad to me to, to her. Um, and so, but in my household now, what we focus on is being healthy. We don't talk about weight. Well, the, the funny thing of it is, is because I call Teddy yeah. fat on stage, which by the way, he's not even fat anymore. So it doesn't even work. <laughs> like the joke is like, like people, he's come to shows and after the show, it will be together and people will be like, he's not fat. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but that doesn't work for my joke. Yeah, so that's a good shut bit. Up. All right. Just yeah. fucking chill. You had yeah. fun. All right. This is right. Fucking... <laughs> yeah, you had fun. Relax. You, did you feel like fucking... the ticket was, ticket was worth it? Poetic yeah, fucking... license. Yeah, calm down. All right. Relax. He was fat when I wrote the shit. Chill. He, he was, 
literally said to somebody, "You well, you should have seen him when I wrote it, okay?" <laughs> um, but like he's, but we the focus in our household is being healthy and active, healthy, active, healthy, active. And I told them all. I told Teddy's gonna play football out in L.A., out in California, and I said to Jenny, "You have to pick a sport." I don't care what it is. And she was like, well, I don't want to do a team sport because I don't want to let anyone down. And I said, all right. I said, so pick a sport that's still team, but like individual. What about swimming? What about track? And so she was like, badminton. Yeah. I mean, I said, I don't care. I told her, I said, fucking do golf. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. But yeah, she's so she... get the she, steps in, that, you know? Honestly. So she started, um, we have a treadmill in the basement and she started like... Every every day after school, she goes down there and she runs and and we're, you know awesome. I'm hoping that it something happens for her because I'm very worried about her starting a new school and being overweight. Like it 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 bothers me. The funny thing of it is, is she's such a confident child and back then like if my mom or anybody in the house said like you're fat or you're overweight I would lose my mind because even though it was true I couldn't hear it. She doesn't care. She, we were in the store. We were in Marshalls. And I said, do you awesome. need new jeans? And she was like, yeah. And I said, what size do we know? And she's like, oh, I think I'm in a 14. And I was like, all right, well, let's give you a 16 because it was a tight. And she was like, you're calling me chubs. And I go, no, I'm not. <laughs> I said, I want you comfortable. I want you to wear the clothes that you're comfortable in. And she was like, I don't even care. Like she Good does. Like her. she's fuck one yeah. of those kids that she just, she don't give a fuck. That's and sick. I, That's fucking awesome. I love Hell that yeah. about her. And I don't want to take that away from her. So again, no. the focus is just, we got to be healthy. Movement. Yeah. Celebrate what yep. your body can do. Yes. A hundred percent. It and doesn't like, have to be, it doesn't have to be pretty. Nope. It doesn't have to be good. We're nope. not, we're not trying to be professional athletes. No. We're trying to just go out shake shake the rust out i want the, her heart pumping i want i want her body moving that's all that's yeah. all you know teddy is super active the kid's like 5'11 and 220s 14 years old i'm terrified for how big he's gonna i was gonna get. say I, he's gonna be a i know he's, oh, he's gonna be a fucking lineman I, he yeah he is they he also him. dope at football too is he oh, really yeah. good yeah. yeah he is he he's, he actually, he's, he's gonna be a lineman <laughs> he's he's in a league right now that's how good he is he's playing now <laughs> and he just finished in <sighs> november he um he was in the 14 year old league and they actually bumped him to the 15 because he's so it's fucking just, big yeah and he uh he you know him and josh are at the park every night when when there's no football they're up there throwing it running the whole nine this dude's gonna be he's he's gonna be something he said to me he's like i'm not i don't want to be skinny he's like i'm trying to get big as shit he's like because i want to be on that old line and i was like no i get it i get it what a king i know what an av- you have two kids with incredible mindsets mm-hmm. that they're just like whatever I love me. Yep. I don't care how it looks to the outside world because nope. inside I'm happy. Jenny will tell me all the time that she's one of the best people she knows and it makes me pee my pants and I love it more than anything because I never, I'm, I have never felt that way. Uh, me, right? that's, me too. I I've know. Ne- As a kid also, are you kidding no. me? No. In, they're, at their ages? Are you kidding me? So here's, this is the benefit and the drawback of Gen Z and Gen Alpha, right? He's Gen, um, he's Gen Z, she's Gen Alpha. Yeah. These kids are more fucking confident. Now, of course, in my fucking nasty, messed up, like, Gen X mind, I'm like, how dare they be so confident? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It's, 
Right. It's because I both. I wa- it it's jealousy. I want. I, I want that. It's mind blowing <laughs> to be so confident. And just be like, I can't even explain. It's all these like weird little things too. Like, I don't. I'm writing a joke right now about Teddy, and I'm. I, I need to do a little research before I roll it out because I'm pretty sure. I feel like it's been done. I mean, I'll have my take on no it. One, but I was gonna say no one has Teddy. That's true. But basically, the other night he came. His voice is changing, and it goes in and out. And so he's like, "Hey, mom!" But um, he came in and he was like, "Can you make me a hot dog?" <laughs> and in my head, I was like, "You're the size of a grown man. Make your own hot dog." So I was like. I gotta, you know, I want to make that into something like I want to do something along the lines of like, dude, you have a four hundred one k and grandchildren, like make your own fucking hot dog. <laughs> like, there's something very disconcerting about living with someone who's the size of a grown adult man, Jeez. but who's still a little. He's a kid. He's a kid. That's it's I, weird. I, perfect story for you about it's the same thing. When I was playing hockey in high school, there was a kid in the area who was being scouted for he was he was going pro it was so obvious just for he was like six five again like 200 plus while we're all like hey what's up guys? you know like, <laughs> it's this you know it's that, it's just that thing of like he, it's so clear he's something else yeah so we played that team it was a catholic school and he again just demolished I think he even showed up late because he had another game. And then when he got there, you know, just completely changed the aspect mm. of the flow and everything. It's just so fucking good. So one of the adults of you know, one of the parents, of the kids on our teams hanging out in the lobby uh, afterwards. And this kid who looks like a man yeah. walks out into the lobby, sees his parents who he's taller than <laughs> and is like looking yeah. down at them and this parent who you know didn't hear the entire conversation just got like a little glimpse and it was what this child said he goes oh we're going to applebees i'm going to get strawberry lemonade <laughs> yeah and yeah. It, it was the same thing yes. where that parent you know we were at like a team dinner or whatever just yeah. hanging out and he told that story and he was like it was so mind boggling to see the contrast yeah. of this person that we all look at is like he's going to the nhl one day he yeah. di- he did go to the nhl by the way he's wow. i think he's still in the league that's cool um he is such just like in uh, such yeah. an impeding presence yeah and then like oh applebee's and strawberry oh, lemonade shit. fuck it. it's like oh yeah you are 15 you're a child you're a child so yes. like the hot dog thing completely yes. makes sense it's... that's gonna be your story when he's fucking playing yep the o-line for fucking usc yes you're like i made this kid a hot dog when he was 15 and i was looking you're an adult yes. what are you doing yeah looking up at him yeah yes he also does this thing like as he started to get taller than me like and i mean that's not hard to do i'm like five four and a half like are you kidding <laughs> yes. like it yeah, doesn't take the... much to get taller than I was me gonna, i was gonna ask before how tall you were when you were talking about all the like six 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 yeah, seven I'm people i was like literally five five four and a half yeah. at the, five five on a good day <laughs> And that's like if I'm stretching. If the, if the spine know? is. But whereas my sister's like five seven and a half, five eight, which she's not as tall yeah. as like my mom's side of the family. But that's because yeah. she got a touch of my dad. Because if she hadn't, I she'd probably be like five ten, five eleven. But you know. But anyway. But yeah. Like. But as he was like getting taller than me at one point, I was just like, 
this is fucked up. And then we literally went from being like the same size to me being like, are you kidding? <laughs> You're just staring up at a massive it, human being. You're like, you came out of me. What is this shit? It's weird. It's weird. And then like when he mouths off, like I had, a, I lost my shit with him the other night. He wouldn't do something for me. And I went ape shit bananas. And uh, I just started screaming. And I, I did like the butterfly on him. Like I was going to punch him. I was like, what? What? <laughs> And he was, he just started laughing at me and I'm like, yeah, I can't even like really threaten him anymore. Like the physical, that's over. So I have to like, now I have to do the thing that's going to hurt him the most, which is take the phone. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, but he, um, it's very strange watching someone grow up in front of your eyes like that. Especially and, yours. Yes. And it, and it happens so fast and like people. Dude, my goddaughter. Dude, it's not even mine. And I I, I saw her for communion a couple years ago. And now, you know, we video chatted recently and like I'm seeing pictures of her. I'm like, and even just the way it like in her voice. I'm like, oh, no, Steve. It's weird. That's that's going to be a Steve. I don't want to say my goddaughter's name. That's going to be a Steve Steve moment for sure. Yeah. Uh, But like, I just got my sweet little baby. Like, I don't want that. Um, that name, by the way, that was going to be the third, if we had a third, oh, and no it was a girl, really? you're going to do it. Steve. Each of their names is, um, named very specifically after a grandparent, um, and aunt and like we, they each have three names. And so the third one was going to be, um, we were going to do like Steve Patrice Cynthia because it's his aunt his other aunt and then his mother. So we had it like laid out because yeah. And, we and I love that that's going to come up as Steve, Patricia, Cynthia. That's so funny. Because... That's, that's kind of awesome. <laughs> um, but I love that name so much. But, it's a really pretty. Um, she's really pretty. She's it, my it, fucking queen. She. It's I made a her. huge comeback. Yeah. That name. It was. You know. It was back in like yeah. 60, 50, 60s, and now it's back like full force. I'll it's a great name. Yeah. Best. I. Love I, I. I. Um. I never used to like other people's children. Like people would be like, "Well, you have kids. How do you not like kids?" And it's like I only like my own. Well, that's uh, but I was I'm... gonna say we're we've already done one thirteen. Can we? Oh. I have like a couple more. Qu- like, do you yeah, have to go course. anywhere? No. Like, I have. No. All right, great. No, because um, I wanted to get it. We had Maraid was on last. Oh, week. I love Maraid. That's what. She, well, because she was talking about just like kids and like body changes and like oh, all yeah. that, and she was like, I was talking to Laura about it, and I was like, Oh, perfect. She's up in like a couple weeks and yeah. I looked at my calendar I was like oh that's a couple days from now this is yeah. great timing um so having that back to back is is perfect because she I asked her I was like would you rather cuz you know her material mm-hmm. I was like would you rather uh go back to the days where you could trust your butthole yeah <laughs> or would you <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that. I guess that's a thing because I, now that I've talked to adult women who have had kids, I guess that's a thing. Not for everyone, but yeah. So then the other one was, would you rather that or go back to your pre Dibby, like her son pre size, like the, the boobs she had before her kid. Yeah. And immediately she was like, yeah, she was like, I was talking to Laura about this. I was like, I want my boobs back. Like yeah. I, and so I was like, is yeah. that where you were at too? Um, Cause you have some great jokes about I, the, I, the, the shrinkage. Yeah. Um, I would like in a perfect world, I would have this body and those boobs. Sure. Right. Of course. And I would just get those boobs and I would get a lift. 
Tell, tell, because those boobs were great. They we're were just, we're just Mrs. Were... Potato heading you now. Yes. Into, like, give me and the, now... give me the D-sized tits. We'll push them up. Yes, but now, I mean, no, I mean, I wouldn't trade anything for. No, I would not go back. Uh, this body that I have right now, I worked so fucking hard for it. Yeah, I mean, it's so... Cl- I mean, and you're preaching... Not even just working hard physically, but mentally to be like, yeah. we're active, we're doing that, you know, we're doing yeah. that. Like, yeah. we're, we're being good about this. Because I, I can fix the boobs. I can literally pay for them. And That's I'll be true. honest with you, I am. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, next week. No way, really? Mm-hmm. That, wow. Yeah. Are you, um, so you're just going back to what you had? No, no, they can't. There's, there's literally not enough tissue. It's just, yeah, no. And so next week I'm getting a lift of what exists. Okay. And then they'll make room to put in an implant down the line once oh. I'm healed up. So it's okay. a, it's a two-step, two-step process. Two-step process. And, it, and the, the thing of it is, is, you know, again, growing up, like my mom and sister had no boobs. They were flat as yeah. flat could be. And I would always be like, that's insane. But I was, I did not know, I genuinely did not know that my breasts were 99.9% fat. I had yeah. no so clue. You had, so, you, yeah. so as I lost the weight and I kept being like, well, yeah, of course my bra size is going to go down. I'm losing weight. But then the cup size, I remember I got like a, at one point I got like a 38 d or something and like literally the cups were just hanging out and i'm like wait what (laughs) my boobs are smaller and my husband was like yeah dude and i was like oh so then i went like and i got a c josh is like yeah dude they're fucking tiny now (laughs) i really support everything that's going on but like however (laughs) however um that's funny but come on (laughs) i'm gonna steal that from you that's a great line um but yeah, I, and then I remember being like, oh, wait, what? And then I lost another, like, say, 20, and I went and had to go get another bra and was like, like, literally that's was so, going that's be so through... expensive, too. All the clothing and like no. bras are like 40 bucks, right? No, because the smaller you get, the cheaper it is. So I could literally, no yes, way. yeah, of course. Oh, that's oh. as with anything in life. Boom. Yeah, being overweight is also extremely expensive. Oh. But yeah, because I would just run into Target. Literally, the bra I have on now is super cute. It was like 14 bucks at Walmart. I'm not even shitting you. And this is the thing. Like you, I would have to buy like the, you know, 42 double G and have like the four fucking clips in the back and like strap in, you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> it's like a jetpack. Yes. And it would, that bra would be like $49 and it's like, well, yeah. And now I can buy like five bras for that. Like, but so, so, and the underwear too. Like I remember one morning I pulled mm. on my underwear and it literally slid down my legs uh, and I was like, oh. That's gotta be a great feeling That was though. unbelievable because I, you, because again with the whole weight loss thing, like I know people are sick and tired of me talking about it, but they, you know, my shrink was like, it's going to take two years for your great. brain to catch up to your body and, and, um, and he's like, and things are going to happen along the way that you're not even going to expect. And like the underwear thing, it's like, oh, yeah, of course I'm going to have to get different sized underwear. Fucking dark. But like you don't think about it. You don't like. Yeah. So I literally one morning was pulling them up and they literally just slid down. And I'm like, well, I have to put something on because I got to go buy underwear. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Today, it's going to be a little breezy. Yeah. I guess we're going commando yeah. marshals. Like, and you have a <laughs> massive smile on, and people are like, something's up with her. It's she like, feels great. Two and... reasons lost the weight, 
<laughs> lot of air down here. <laughs> Feeling good. I ended up like I I ended up buying like underwear like a couple different sizes just to keep them because I was like I don't know where I'm gonna land. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. And but yeah, it, that that's why like when I do talk about it on stage, it is so weird, and like. I definitely didn't expect my boobs to look the way they did either, which is like, like deflated, <laughs> like literally like sad deflated and like balloon deflated, <laughs> like like double deflated. <laughs> just like. It's like a basketball that yeah. got popped. Just yes. Like, like if I were to, I could draw them right now for you. It just like look like, like a, like, like, like a. I don't even know, just like this and like a nipple, like, 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 it's so okay, sad. You had, you've had two kids and yes. lost 167 yes. pounds plus yeah. gravity and light. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, it did, yeah. it's not going to be the, what you, I know, I know. What but was you, once. I know. And I, some of the other day also, they were talking about, um, their college days and like, they're like, I used to have the best tits back then. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, I mean, you can long for that also, but also now you're like a 42-year-old woman who's right. had two kids. Like, right. would you trade the two kids for being a 42-year-old woman with a great rack? Like, probably not. It seems no. like you love your kids. Yeah. And also, like you said, you can pay for it. Yeah. I think if I couldn't, like, if I could, if there was no, it's it feels superficial to complain about something like that. But as a woman, and I don't, I don't want to speak for other women, certainly not, but I think for me, like, there was almost like a loss of femininity to it because when I was big, I always felt very masculine, right? Mm. Like I just felt like, oh, here we go. Like, and I'm like looking at, like I look at pictures and I just cringe and I'm like, I looked like a fucking linebacker. Like that's, I was gross. I mean, that's, that's the, that's like the, we said Teddy size and immediately yes. we went to lineman, you yes. know, and lineman yes. is not traditionally what you'd say for a female. No, so. but that's what I look, that's what yeah. I looked like and what I felt like. And I did not feel like womanly or like, I didn't feel like, um, feminine and girly and so I would go overboard with like my boobs and my hair and my makeup and my nails and like everything about mm. me was pink and purple and and now at this size I don't feel like I have to be as overtly feminine because I think it's very clear that I'm you also have to understand too I got called sir here and there even though i always had super long hair like w mm. weird like that's just weird to me yeah. and i did have the big huge boobs so it's like what are you talking about but i <laughs> but again i think there was like a masculinity to me that I, and i hated it i hated it so much but now i don't mind any of this like my body now like i i like all of it and i feel like more athletic-y like more athlete-ish and like yeah. i you know and i swim all the time and i do a lot of running and walking and I lift like I do a lot of shit, right? Because yeah. I have to. I, I'm just I'm not someone who can just be complacent. Like I eat two bowls of carb, like right. <laughs> so tomorrow I'm going to get up at like 730 and I'll swim tomorrow. Yeah. I have to. There's no I don't have a choice. You know, I liken it to being like an alcoholic. Like my friend Alberto always like, he makes this joke about his nickname. His name is Alberto Paul Jaramillo and his grandmother would call him Pablo. And he's the one I grew up with across the street. And so we all call him Pobby as a joke. I don't even know where the fuck it started. But I, I mean, obviously, it just, started like, just happened. Yeah, yeah, 30 years ago, somebody was like, whatever, Pablito. And then it became Pobby. <laughs> yeah. So he always goes, you know, Pobby can't drink like the rest of the kids. Pobby's an alcoholic. <laughs> 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 so my, my, 
like response to that one is always like, Laurie can't eat like the rest of the kids. <laughs> Laurie's a foodaholic. Like, like, so we like have these ridiculous when you, and also when you've been friends with someone for like 45 years and you have like a shorthand, but, but he'll just go like, he'll say to me like, Poppy want wingy. And like, and it's a stupid quote from Tommy boy. And it's like, but whatever you, you know, when you're, you have an intimacy with yeah, someone absolutely. because you've you just speak known your own them. Yeah, you speak your own so, but whenever he goes, Poppy can't, I'm like, I know Poppy can't like, <laughs> Come down, but um, but I I truly can't. I I'm not somebody who I can't eat two plates of noodles and just be like cool. Like that's that doesn't work for me. Whereas well, I don't, my I don't sister, think anyone should be like that. No, but there are there are. I, one of my brothers is one of my brothers can eat. Uh, he I watched him eat. <laughs> you know for christmas for four or five straight days just eat all day long and just it will never be on his body it just won't but my point with all that is i don't mind any of that because i feel like my body right now is like leaning more towards like female athlete ish which i kind of like i think it's kind of a neat look i never in a million years thought that i was going to be like boxy and straight like i didn't think i was going to be boyish i really thought that i was going to be like curvy when 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 I, in my mind as i was losing the weight i envisioned myself like 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 full-breasted hourglass like with a big butt none of that has happened i am flat as a board both butt and boob and like bo- like i said almost boyish like this boxy weird square you know welcome what I mean? to the club yeah twinks we, yeah yes 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 like you and i have similar body types <laughs> like it's and i this is not what i thought was gonna happen it's so bizarre. Like my cousin Pam was like, she's like, well, at least I know what I'm going to look like now if I ever lose weight. And she's like, I don't even think I want to now. And I'm like, all right. All right. Chill, fucking chill like, out, Pam. Yeah, right. we, like, look, we look great. Yeah. I'm like, relax, Pam. Because she's like, I love my boobs. I'm like, great. But but anyway, so I but guess. Also, can you walk up eight flights of stairs? Yeah. yeah. Not to, not go, not to I know. we won't go there. But, yeah. that, but, that, but, also, but I know. But that is part of. Yeah. Why having well, this athletic body is cool. You I will tell you. Stuff. Yes. And I will tell you on Saturday morning, we, well, Friday night, we had to drive down to the Cape and unload a bunch of stuff because we're starting to move all the, you know, stuff out of my apartment, getting ready for the big move. And so we had to bring stuff down to the Cape house. And I was in and out, up and down those stairs for about an hour and a half. And it, it didn't start to bother me until like, like the very end when I was like, you know, minutes of moving shit. Exactly. But if this was three years ago, I would have gone, I would either hired movers or I would have gone up and down those stairs once. And that would have been the end of it. But at this time, I was like, jump, 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 jump. And even Josh at one point was like, it's so fucking crazy to say. Because he's been with me when I met him. Yeah. When I met him, I weighed 175. So I was thick. I was not massive. Two C's. Exactly. Thick. I was thick. Um, but I was not obese. Like yeah. I, I we got fat together. Um, really fat together. <laughs> but he and then he would do these things where he would lose like 50, 60 pounds and he'd be skinny and I'd be gross. And then I we were always back and forth, back and forth. But the last few years, I mean I mean COVID 
did both of us in. Yeah. You know, it just really it, destroyed us. I mean, it's, that's not. Yeah, I don't think you can fault yourself too much for that. No, and I mean, I know, like, we were literally holed up in the Cape House, like going to Wendy's and trying not to cry all day. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like, it was weird time. And Wendy's fucking rips. It's I fucking so love. Good. Do you know I had Wendy's twice this weekend? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so I good. fucking on the way to the keep, on the way to my keep, I was I drove, I drove to Wendy's and I got a chili because I love their chili, and uh, I do a knockoff. One of my chilies is a Wendy's knockoff chili. chili. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's so good. So I go to the drive thru get the chili. On the way, I go to a show Saturday night. Uh, on the way home, I'm fucking starving. Wendy's after a show Dude. cannot be touched. I it's feel the like. Best. Yes, a hundred percent. I will seek out a Wendy's. Yes. It's, I got, I just got the single. Post, oh, so good. I just got the single. No big deal. I don't have to get the double anymore. I don't have to get the fucking triple. I just need the single. I just want a little taste. And it was just so good. I just need a little fucking bump. Come on, help me out. Seriously. Just give me a little hit. I just need, that's all I need. Last night at dinner, I'm at Capo for dinner last night, which is ironic because the mic was going on down. It's not a mic. Why did I say that? The show was going on downstairs. And uh, anyway, the uh, I we would you know we're eating and my friend Caitlin who never gets to dessert ever was like I'm getting chocolate cake and I'm like hell yeah do that okay. and then I just leaned over with my fork and I took it and I was like ah. <laughs> and I felt like um that scene in um old school when um Will Ferrell's like oh it tastes so good when you get your lips <laughs> I'm just like yeah it does. But but I'm okay now to not eat the whole piece of cake. Well, I was you know I was working towards that where I'm glad you said it because for a lot of this you've been like I can't do this and then nothing and I can't I can't but like clearly you can do a fucking lot, Laura. Because yeah, you've I, yeah, I you're mean, working out a ton. Yeah, you are. Move, you're in the midst of a move, which like we didn't even touch that. And we you know we yeah. won't at this point, but. You're so you're doing that. You've lost the weight, kept the weight off. You're preaching healthy habits to your kids, where yep. you had to find these healthy habits yep. on your own as an adult. As an adult, which is crazy yep. hard to even make that lifestyle change, change your brain. because exactly. Yep. And your brain, as you're talking, it takes two years to catch up. You're still seeing that, like going yep. up and down stairs, being able to, it's- you know. I mean, underwear I still, falling off. <laughs> that was like the best day ever. I will say though that I still carry like a lot of my food issues with me. And it's so funny because I, I pass like my body type to Jenny, but I definitely pass my food issues to Teddy because, and I knew it, I had this one defining moment. We were sitting at the kitchen table eating. It was during COVID actually. It was early mm-hmm. COVID. And um, Jenny, we were eating cheeseburgers and Jenny doesn't eat meat. Like she doesn't even like meat. And um. Yeah. So she took like two bites of her cheeseburger and she was like, may I be excused? And we said, yes. And Teddy and I both like, we looked at each other and then we looked at her plate. And then at the exact same time, we both reached for it. But the thing of it, and the thing of it is, Jenny, like I wasn't hungry. I was eating my own burger. I had a burger on my plate, but my brain is so broken when it comes to food that I was like, well, you can't leave that behind. It's the addict supply. Yep. A hundred percent. And it's like, you can't leave that food behind. What are you doing? You've got to get that food. And then, and, and Teddy was like, I want it. And I was like, all right, we'll split it. We weren't hungry. We were not there. So I passed along. And I will tell you this. Another thing we go to, um, I'm in LA, like 
I'll say two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I travel back and forth to California for work for my day job, yeah. which hopefully I don't have to have a day job forever, but we'll see what happens. I, um, I would bet you don't. I, if I could I bet, pray. if I could, if I could literally go to one of the like millions of gambling sites that are now advertised <laughs> and place a bet on what comic could make it. I, 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 I place a pretty hefty one on, on you, well, Larsaber, so that's very kind. I, I don't you. think you'll have a day job much longer, but anyway. I, that's That would be the dream. The dream, right? So I go I go out there, and I spend anywhere from a week to 10 days in California. I'm in San Diego, and I go up to L.A. So I'm in L.A. with a bunch of friends, and we go to Cantor's, because I can't not be in L.A. and not go to Cantor's. And we're there, and I always do the same thing. I order macaroni and cheese quote unquote for the table and then I order pancakes again for the table and my friend Bernadette is just like you know you could just order that food right you could just wrap it up and take it home like and I'm like no everybody needs to have pancakes and everybody should have mac and cheese she's like okay but then of course they all start eating and I'm like well fuck me I really wish I could but it's my way of being able to order extra food and and I have a person on the scene you got it i have a person on the scene and he and i eat we eat similarly and we do it together and we don't invite a lot of people in but he we might we're thinking about it so alan moreau and i oh oh yeah we have a little bit of a foodie yeah we have a food thing so we will go to our last adventure god we haven't done it in a few months after i need to talk to him um we're at like south street diner it's like two o'clock in the fucking morning we're ordering like cinnamon buns that are like grilled we're ordering he's got stuffed french toast i've got pancakes we've got bagels there's bacon there's a, like a club sandwich on the table i swear boston to needs God. more diners yeah it does I, don't get me started i could i could talk to you about the boston diner situation for 15 straight fucking minutes it, it, it burnt it that actually makes me angry it's so fr- it's, it's so frustrating it's so that we do not have diners so there's a club sandwich on the table but, you and the, Alan. but the point is like what I love about him is that he and I will look at the menu and I swear to God, we'll have this moment where we'll just look up at each other and just like nod like <laughs> like we're fully in sync. <laughs> we know bring what needs it, to happen. Bring it all. Yeah, it's like, see these pancakes? Keep them coming. <laughs> like, don't, don't let my plate get empty. <laughs> like what? And we will fucking eat. Well, that's just, and that's so much fun to do that sometimes too. It is. Too, it you is, know, and that's why it it's it, the, it's all about the balance. So yeah. you found that balance. Yeah, clearly for sure. You know, for sure. But I like I said, I'm at 151 right now, and I want to be at 145. So I have to like I need to like tomorrow. Like I said, I'll swim tomorrow for Too 45 much. minutes to an hour. Easily. I, I won't lift tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be all about the burn. I have a whole thing. Lifting is burning, by the way. I should I should not have said it like that. Um, a lot of people have a weird misconception about that. But the more muscle you build, the yeah. more. I don't know. Okay, I don't know how how knowledgeable your listeners uh, are. I don't. I don't. Um, you can explain it. I. It's just like I'm, just, all I'm my, saying yes personally as to, you know. Here's another thing. 
while I was growing up, it was all about, well, you need to do cardio. That's how you lose weight only to. So I would get on the treadmill and I'd be on the treadmill for 45 minutes to an hour, Mm -hmm. burn a whopping maybe 100 calories. Lift those those weights, lift them heavy, lift them hard. And it has nothing to do with cardio. But we didn't know that. So I was just wasting my time. And when I started lifting was like, oh, there it goes. And for a woman my age, and I will say this. Right. For a woman my age, not that your viewers can see that, but I can I've, say the got, look great. I've got like that, yeah, that, that, that definition of the like, yes, yes, that's, I remember Madonna had those, uh, the chisel yeah. and I remember being like, I want that. And I remember Josh being like, it's really difficult for women to get that. They, you guys don't have that same type of muscle tone. So when I started to get it, I was like, what was that bitch? I think that's a, a big fear too that women have when they start working out. Is that new? Yeah. Oh, is that the, that's the Teddy one, right? Yeah. The Teddy tattoo? Yeah. Oh, that's and that's the, the Jenny one. one? Yeah. Yeah. Great. yeah. A big fear is that they're gonna get big and bulky. Yep, that's not. And I, that's that's another that's another yeah. genetic thing, and it's also like depending on how hard you go and how much you become a bodybuilder. Dan Donahue, like <laughs> you're you're exactly right. And We've I'm had not, him on, yeah. I, so I okay, so he was he you know how he does his um shorts, his TikTok and yeah. Instagram ones. So he did one of those ones where he's like, you know, I'm a personal trainer and. Uh, he did a whole thing about how women will say to him like, oh, I don't want to lift too much because I don't want to get bulky. And I literally had said that to my trainer like it's a everyone. week yeah. before. And so I texted him and I'm like, yeah, I just said that. And he's like, why do you guys think that? I'm like, I don't know. I don't it's, know. Uh, it's dumb. It's, it's dumb. And when I started, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's it's not all, It's going to melt off. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then but you're going to get the I nice do, toned. Yes. You know. Between the lifting and the swimming, like I and I love, love, love to swim. I was on the swim team in high school. That was always been my sport, my thing. I just like being in the water and like nothing can hurt you yeah. in the water. Yeah, no. And you can tune it's, out it's amazing. and I, you just swim. And it's so beautiful. I, I love it. I am a, I I'm, I love just like floating the water. I'm not a yeah. big like swimmer for exercise, but like just hanging out, swimming in yeah. the ocean or something. Like, I love it. Love it more yeah. than anything in the world. It's and very I, calming. I so you also burn a shit ton of calories in the pool between the that heat is, of the pool, yeah. the actual physical exercise. Yeah, you don't know you're sweating yep. because you're yeah. Yep. And you swimming so you're is a great exercise. You're doing you are it's cardio, but you're also you're just, I mean, the way you're moving your body, it's just, but anyway, so my, my thing is that I try to do what's called calorie deficit, mm. right? So I'm setting, you know, I'm going to eat 900 calories today, right? Yeah. Which people are like, what? That's so little. It's actually, I can like, you can eat a lot with 900 calories. You actually can. And people don't realize that. And as a formerly fat person, I was putting away like 3,000, 4,000 calories a day. And now I realize, like, no, you don't. You don't need to do. I can eat a whole tub of my cottage cheese. Yeah, I was gonna like, say it depends on what yes. you pick because you yes. can you can really go buck wild with some stuff. Yes. And also on the flip side, a lot of people think they're eating too much, and then I've heard stories of them doing the math when they started getting into exercise or whatever. Yep. They're like, oh, I was not eating yep. nearly enough. Well, guilty myself. Yeah. Still am. Yeah. But that's the case too. Is like you. Ha- I used to eat a fuck ton. I used to be like at college. I was trying. I was trying to be Teddy. Just yeah. trying to be bare. Bulk. Just trying to get huge. Yeah. And then 
I don't know when it happened, honestly, but it just started dropping. And now I'm this two boxer boy that has <laughs> a massive reach. Um, and it's interesting because I'm also still kind of getting used to it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like mm-hmm. weird, thin, yeah. lanky. It's odd. Yeah. it's. I am telling you, I a friend of mine lent me a dress it was like back in December, we were going to see a comic in town and uh, we were going to get all dolled up because it was going to be like our Christmas gift to each other. Fun. It was fun. And uh, so she lent me this dress and I put it on and she was like, I just, she's known me since I was 15. She's like, I never thought, she's like, you're not tall, but you look tall and thin because you're wearing the boots. Like I had yeah, the heels exactly, and whatever. Yeah. So she was like, you look tall and thin. This is never what I envisioned. And she's like, it's wild. And I'm like, I know it's really weird, but I... The whole, so the calorie deficit thing is actually like super easy. You know, whenever I talk about my weight on shows too, I always have people who come up, always come up to me afterwards and be like, how'd you do it? And I, and I always say the same thing. I always say, there is no magic pill. There is no, there's not, there's no shortcut. It's so annoying. And I'm going to tell you right now, you, you, you start to lose weight in the kitchen. It's not the gym. Abs are made in the kitchen. That's the, that's my my friend Nicole's brother is um a CrossFit like you know group like guru whatever yeah. right, and he said abs made in the abs kitchen. Abs made in the kitchen. And I was just like whatever, but it's really really true because I didn't start working out until I had dropped like fifty pounds because I could actually work out. You know what I mean? Like I I started with the calories and the food first, and then I was like, oh, I can actually move my somewhere. body now. Yeah, well, it, well See, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, like, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, and that was when the first like few pounds were coming off, and I was just like, oh shit, I can actually move. I can walk for more than ten seconds. Like it was just that's. But anyway, go so, upstairs and move. Yes, to LA yes. and chase my dreams. Yes. Well. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to go great. Come on, pal. Uh, it's terrifying is what it is. We've done 140. Oh, shit. So okay. I actually, I'm excited. I'm going to just release this as two parts. Okay. I might put one out like tomorrow and then the rest sure. the other one on Monday. But yeah, whatever I mean, you I, do. I could talk to you forever. Yeah, same. When are you leaving so I can prep, like, um, prepare so myself? Mentally. Yeah. Um, so the my plan is to head to LA in May to like actually find the apartment. Okay. Janet's coming with me. Um, I'll probably meet my friend Dave out there too. But we're gonna, you know, I'll probably I'll find the apartment, sign the lease. Okay. I want it in place for either June one or July one. We're out of here on like July first or second, no matter what. Okay. Um, the kids don't end school until end of June. Yeah. Um, I might pull them out like a week early, um, but other than that, yeah, we're out. Like pretty much end of June is it. I'm trying, I want to talk to, I want to do kind of a finale. I was going to say, you're going to be headlining next or something? Probably. I don't want to commit to anything because I just don't know, but I'm thinking that there might be something maybe at Laugh or maybe at Nick's or something like that. We'll definitely put a link in like the episode, yeah, yeah, for sure. And And, we'll post uh, about it on the Instagram, on our Instagram. Because... Yeah, we, I don't have a date yet, but it, that's being discussed, and I would like I would like to end have a nice little send yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, deservedly so. Also, because I'm not going to be able to headline again until I like ever come back to Boston, because I'm going to be fighting for five ten minutes of stage time out in LA like everybody else. Come start over. You know? I think so. the ladder will be ascended quicker than you're giving yourself credit for. 
Well, I so, hope so. I really hope so. Before May but, or July, we got to yeah. go somewhere and eat lots of food together, yeah. whether yeah. it's a nice place or a bad place. Yeah, hap- I, either one. This I love this is the thing about me too as far as it goes with food is that I am just as happy eating a Wendy single with cheese as I am eating beautiful steak tartare over a brico. You know what I mean? Like if, for me they're the same. I they, to me they're both beautiful. You know what I mean? And I love I just love food. food and that's is the best. That's the thing I did not want to ever not be able to have what I want. And you've found the best of both worlds where, you know, it takes a little extra effort, maybe a little extra mental effort as well. But my goal, it's a pretty good it's a pretty good combo. It's being able to eat what you want and then just being like, oh, fuck, I got to go move for like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. For sure. I'll be right back. Yeah. And I, I, my goal for this week is I'd like to get, I'm at 151. I'd like to get to 135 like in the next two weeks or so. You do that in two weeks? Yeah. Wow cut you just gotta cut <laughs> she's, a, she's a fighter she's getting she's getting into the featherweight class for about coming up <laughs> it's like cut calories do the deficit yeah i know oh what to do now God. now i know everything to do now i know all the tricks all right so we're gonna put the we're gonna get the word out for headlining uh and then you have a you have a don't tell set out though right i sure do all right i'm yeah. definitely gonna link that too and then yeah. your instagram handle is laura Severse. perfect to debutant easy peasy yeah. uh you are the best i love you so oh, much i love you and i uh you're good want nothing but the best for you because thank that's you. what you deserve. So Same. thank you so much for coming to hang for tuna noodle casserole. Yeah. This is I might go have a third. Uh, you, you're taking that home with you. Yeah. So <laughs> this is going to be the first two parter, and I couldn't picture a better per- person to just ramble with. I love you so much. I All right. love you. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.